Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, finding a mom-life balance. Tis the season. Memes, what do you have in store for this holiday season? Well, I'm excited in every space I've joined on since Thanksgiving. I will share how much I love this time of year and I feel my youth and all my memories and I'm all about the ugly sweaters and I'm all about the traditions and the events that you get together to do. So I've actually been feeling rather um, joyous and energized because of the holidays. Yeah, I I really do like this time of year too. And as a parent, I would say it's one of my favorites. Um, Yeah, I love passing on the tradition, talking about what it was like. But it, it, like I was saying, it makes me think a lot about what I was like when I was a kid during this time of year. Yeah, it's interesting because I know for a while there when it was just Steve and me and we were married and you know, we went through our phase of not getting a tree because we were never really in our condo um, for Christmas. And then, but that all radically changed when we adopted Sasha. It's like, oh, all of a sudden the stockings needed to be knitted and the tree had mm-hmm. to go up and like all these um, and even new traditions, right? So like, I would say a lot of the things I do with the boys now aren't 100% what I did growing up, but the point behind it is the same. Like, what makes us feel united? What makes us feel like, whether we're the Richardsons or the Ramseys, like, what defines us as a family, I think, is the heart behind why I do what I do for the holidays. Um But I will share with our listeners my all-time favorite thing to do for Christmas. And we didn't do this growing up, but I started this with my boys and memes. And Dave were part of, Theo Dave and Thea Mimi were part of our first gingerbread house making. Like, and let's, let's just clarify that because we don't actually make... The gingerbread. Yeah, we don't bake any gingerbread yeah, people. Slow it down. We don't <laughs> eat the gingerbread houses after we make them either. Judge all you want. Just the extra candy. <laughs> so... Exactly. It's like you need to have extra so you can actually make the houses and snack while you're making them. And then they're just beautiful pictures and fun times and a little bit of mess with frosting. <laughs> yeah. And, and while we were doing it, I didn't know that was going to be a tradition. But we loved it so much. We have made it a tradition. And so now not only do we build the gingerbread house kits with um, family, we actually select a Friday night in December where each of my sons actually gets to invite a friend over and we do a gingerbread house village. Um, So that's always one of my favorites is to extend that happiness and there's nothing like a house full of kids with sugar and frosting everywhere because we all know <laughs> the gingerbread village doesn't really stay standing for long 
definitely. And so I've, I've experienced it and love it. I've seen other friends host events and like do themes where everyone as part of the event is either dressed a certain way and it's a photo op, um, competitions, uh, students have had competitions. And so I think it's a really fun way. And right now there's tons of different kits. I saw a gingerbread man kit. There's different style houses, there's different roofs, and, you know, some are villages and some are individual houses. Last year, we made a frozen castle. Um, Yeah, so lots of variety, lots of fun, and you can either do it at, you know, one year I took it with us for Christmas Eve to, to have an activity to do before we had dinner for Christmas. Yeah, so I, that's one I definitely suggest people try at least once if you've never done it before um and another one of my favorites it's just the christmas tree experience um we the ramses we buy a real tree every year i can't come to well although i will i will preface this that this year for the first time ever in the ramsey home and i don't know if this is going to be a continued tradition because of my fourth son we have two trees (laughs) one fiber optic tree (laughs) that has a whole bunch of ornaments on it that are only related or correlated to my number four son thing number four um because we were putting up our real christmas tree this year and he said oh are we decorating for my birthday so yes that christmas birthday party we threw him he hasn't forgotten it and he really thinks Christmas is his birthday. So we got to fix that. So to prevent a nervous breakdown and a harsh reality that it's not really his birthday we're celebrating, um, it come December 25th, but we put up a fiber optic tree as well, dedicated to Phil. <laughs> yeah, we, we like, interesting enough, every year we kind of have the conversation if we're going to have an artificial tree and it always leads to the same thing. It's just not the same. It just doesn't look the same. Um, The smell in the house, even the mess, like all of it, the whole process is just not the same. Um, But I also love uh, last Wednesday, the, or maybe I think it was last Tuesday or Wednesday, the Rockefeller Center New York City Christmas tree was put up. And that's also in, you know, ordinary times, the area is filled, performances are going on, the music, the lights, all the stores are dressed for the holidays. And it adds to my my Christmas feeling and my um, my Christmas tree, the decorating feel. Yeah, and I love, I love um, putting up the Christmas tree. And one of our things that I actually have carried on from growing up is always playing Nat King Cole's Christmas album. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that, to me, there is no other album to play <laughs> when putting up your Christmas tree. It's, we mix it up a little with yeah. some Mariah Carey these days. My daughter definitely likes to sing all sorts of things and she hasn't exactly gotten all the words to Nat King Cole's songs, but yeah, um, the <laughs> tunes are a definite part of the memory. Yes, definitely, and we gotta at least make it through his album at least once before we start listening to other Christmas songs. 
Um, so thank you. But I Alexa. think along with <laughs> along <laughs> with that is the idea of perfection this time of year, right? Like your kids are different ages, but it's like all the work that goes into these things because between getting the tree and putting it up and letting it settle and stringing lights and taking down lights and making sure they work. These are all things that are just a lot of labor, labor of love, but a labor for us. Um, So thinking about like letting go some of that, uh, the tree doesn't have to be perfect. It's really nice to add ornaments each year or things crafts that your kids have made um the house doesn't have to be perfectly lit or everything symmetrical or every surface covered but more maybe over time through the season your kids are bringing things home and you're decorating so not feeling like a huge pressure with it because I think the other part is that all these things like I said take time out of your schedule they cost money um they usually make a mess before they get beautiful. Um, and I would say just kind of roll with it and try to make memories in all of it. Yeah, definitely. And even like crazy circumstances make for good memories. For instance, <laughs> going to get that real tree. And I was telling the boys this because the only son that we had when this happened to us was my oldest. And so this year... So sadly, this year, we could not go get our Christmas tree from the same lot that we had been buying it for years. Um, um, so unfortunately, they closed down and they're putting up a QT. Ugh. So, <laughs> and every one of my sons is like, why couldn't they leave buds around for one more year, at least through December, so we didn't have to travel so far? Like, literally, we're talking a five-minute drive, people. You go get your tree, you turn right back around, and you have it at home. <laughs> So instead, we had to go on the hunt and go look at different, um, different like tree farms. And my snobby boys are like, "Oh, this lot only has five foot trees. We must continue our journey." And so we end up <laughs> at Home Depot. That's like twenty minutes from our house. We don't live near Home Depot, people. So <laughs> that's the closest we get. We get this. Uh, seven, eight foot tree tied to the top of our car and it sparks a memory. The last time I bought a tree at Home Depot was my first Christmas with my oldest son. And it had been raining and we're driving on the highway for on the interstate 485. And it begins to slowly... Well, it felt like our life went into slow motion because it began to slowly like fall off the top of our car (laughs) and we had to pull under a bridge and pull over and my husband had to get out of the car and like, and he's tall and lanky. (laughs) Become Paul Bunyan. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, he's strong, but. You know, the tree was stronger so and heavier and being that he was the only one out there in the rain trying to haul this thing. But finally he gets it up there and we like pray the whole ride home that this tree doesn't just fly off our car and cause an accident. So as I'm telling that story, all the boys scream out, well, open the sunroof. Like just so that we can make sure the tree's still there (laughs) the entire car ride home because we're getting on the same interstate going down the same path. And luckily, it was nice and dry and still attached to our, our car top by the time we got home this time. But even situations like that, although stressful in the moment, make for good stories later on. 
Definitely. Um, but what's one of your other favorite things that you guys do around the holidays? So I have the practice of reflecting for the winter solstice in Spanish. It's called Espiritu de Navidad on December 21st. And so O and I do a letter writing activity where we reflect and set goals for the coming year. Um, and so that letter just stays sealed in an envelope all year round. Um, and it's so interesting to like freeze a moment in time where there's certain things on your mind and certain goals and desires and then looking at it 365 days later and sometimes asking yourself like what (laughs) that's what I was thinking about or that was a goal or oops I forgot we were working on that um and so I I really enjoy that day and just setting the evening and lighting some candles and just giving a quiet time where we do that activity together so shout out to Luli because I got learned that activity with my girlfriend Luli when I lived in New Jersey. Oh, that's really cool. So I was going to ask you, is it that you read your own letter or you let your, the person you did it with read it too? Oh no, we've never shared (laughs) our letters. We just read them. That that would be interesting. Be like, Oh, that's seriously what you were thinking sitting here across from me. (laughs) How nice. (laughs) And so these letters, just so other people know how to do this. If you want to do this. And also because mm-hmm. I'm nosy. So the <laughs> the letter, is it confined to like you? Like you can't write something in there hoping for someone else to change or do something. Oh, no. They're like personal okay. reflections, gratitude, and goals. Um, and it's kind of like wherever you are that day. It could be reflected. They've all been very different and I keep them. Um and sometimes that night I'll look back at others while I'm opening the new one. Um, but more like just marking, marking the year, hoping for positivity and blessings and, gra- and you know, sharing gratitude um, in a very conscious way. What I, what I feel about it is like a great peace every time that evening comes, even if it's happening at 11 o'clock before, you know, if we can't make a big event of it, but we're making, you know, because when it happens in the middle of the week with the hustle and bustle, sometimes it's hard. It's nice when it falls like on a Friday or over the weekend and you can really take some quiet time, play music, you know, it, it is just about a reflection and the spirit of the holiday and that that's what's the most special. Yeah. Last question about it. Will Sophie be partaking this December 21st. Now that she can semi-write. Uh, yeah, she's going to write her name a million times. I don't know what her letter's going to say to her. She could draw a picture. Draw a picture of what she's thankful for. She can. Yeah. She can. Yeah, I, I'm always I'm always waving the carrot in front of her of like all the things she can do with her literacy when she get, gets it down. So um, she she probably will because she is very, you know, she loves to draft her own cards and she makes her thank you cards and her birthday cards. So I definitely think it would be, she'd be down. Um, Justin is a young man of few words and be short. is not his <laughs> cup of tea. It'll be short. Maybe he needs to do pictures too. Who knows? <laughs> Some emojis. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, 
It's actually been quite a pleasure to convince O to do that tradition. I didn't think he was gonna buy into it, but well, maybe maybe he was he yeah maybe he was it. sold at the part we don't have to share what we wrote. <laughs> <laughs> it really does like, stay sealed. Like, I really want the Knicks to get this pick, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never know. <laughs> well, that's an awesome one. Um, Another one of our family's favorite uh, traditions around the holidays is selecting our Jesus birthday cake. So because we celebrate Christmas and we recognize that as our Savior's, the day that we recognize as our Savior's birthday and to give him gratitude and recognize all that he's done for us, we um, it's the one morning of the year that my kids actually wake up we actually sing happy birthday to jesus and we eat cake for breakfast so um it's been just a lot of fun to have that moment because a lot of thought goes into it the cake is never the same always the same type of cake it's not like the ramsey birthday cake where you're guaranteed to get a duncan hines devil foods cake which is also special but (laughs) Um, depending on what's going on in their lives, it seems like the cake transforms. So I just think it's awesome. And the more that they understand who Jesus is in their life and like what he has done for them, what it means to celebrate his birthday and stuff, um, the more they give, um, ideas or partake in the cake making, not just the cake eating. Um, so that's one of our other favorite things to do as a family yeah it's a unique tradition that i would never have thought of as much as you say his birthday i've never thought of combining those traditions and it's really nice i've enjoyed it and i've been there another um one that i sometimes pull off and other times i don't i love christmas pajamas um shout out to our mom Please feel free to send me my usual yearly Christmas PJs. I don't care that I'm about to be 42. They're a very special tradition I love. Um, Is PJ picks. Uh, Trying to get the whole family in the same pajamas for the morning of Christmas. Or you can just set it up and take pictures in in matching PJs. Um, I, I find them so cute however it happens if it's part of the family if you have the same color if whatever it looks like uh christmas morning or if you open your gifts on the 24th or whenever you're taking that shot i do think it's a cute photo op and way to bond and be silly together and kind of keep that whimsical time uh whimsical spirit for that time of year yeah and it also breathes relaxation right like when we're all mm-hmm. in our comfy pjs just like relax enjoy the day you mean not not white tights <laughs> and uncomfortable shoes with fifty thousand bows on your taffeta dress exactly you think yeah that's not your favorite outfit. no not my favorite outfit wearing a dress period <laughs> <laughs> I will go PJ's hands down. Even so, like just this month, I noticed that toward family, I haven't been getting dressed. I just walk around in my PJs. <laughs> it's workout clothes, active wow. wear, and PJs. 
<laughs> a lot of the countries doing the same. Even if it looks from the shoulders up like they're dressed, I guarantee you their bottoms are very casual. Yeah, it was. It's quite scary because, and then I did have to get dressed for Christmas brunch this weekend. I was like, "Uh oh, do I fit into these pants?" <laughs> Yeah, it's a slippery yeah. slope these last few months. It's a slippery slope. Like, oh, these PJs are so forgiving. <laughs> like you spend so much time sitting with the Zoom yeah. and all of that. And it's like sitting and in comfortable clothes. I'm never going to fit into anything in my closet. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. And then one of my last um, holiday traditions that I thoroughly... Really, really enjoy. Um, And it was introduced to me by Linda Ramsey, my mother-in-law, and the Ramsey family, is the Christmas stocking. And so she has made each of us, once we become a Ramsey, because you get the nasty, dirty one if you're not a Ramsey, but (laughs) once you become a Ramsey, (laughs) you get your own handmade stocking. and always your first Christmas as a Ramsey, it's revealed to you. And you don't know what it is until they give you it. And so it's just been really, one, it was fun to receive mine, that Christmas in Chicago. Um, and and it, and I love seeing it because it's like you get to see a little insight on um, what, what she thinks of you with Christmas. You know, like just her endearment of you. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Mine's an angel. And so, <laughs> yeah, she didn't consult me before she made that. <laughs> and, and just seeing the ones that she has chosen for each of my sons has been very, very insightful because most of them were like very tiny their first Christmases, um, or like we just had a couple months to get to know them, right? Like Sasha came home as an eight-year-old, but we only knew him from September to December. And in that short amount of time, she was able to knit him that stocking of the wise men, which, you know, we look back now, we're like, oh my gosh, yeah, Sasha is the wise man. (laughs) The family's a genius, you know? And um, like Sam's joy to the world. And he is just that joyful kid that makes everyone laugh and is just a comedian and just in the little drummer boy for Zeke, who's always making noise and very loud (laughs) and the drummer boy actually kind of looks like him and, you know, and you know, you got Philip with the angel snowman and Jesus Christ on his stocking and he's just the angel baby. Um, So it's just interesting to see how she has taken that tradition, been able to, weave it with our personalities and gift us that and we're all very excited about the stockings and feel very special right about having our stockings and uh and just a funny note if you guys were wondering my husband steve's it's santa claus coming down the chimney which i guess is appropriate because he is all about buying gifts for people um (laughs) and is his favorite thing to do so um it's just uh it's just been a one of the blessings that we've had as we plan for the holidays is getting our stockings definitely i was lucky enough to get a handmade one by athena 
and Sophie has one made by Athena. The rest of my family is still holding their breath on me doing needlepoint in the time. I start thinking of Christmas around Thanksgiving. That is not enough time to sew. And I've seen so many pretty ones. And then I watched a tutorial of like what comes in the package. I'm like, ooh, overwhelming. Maybe next year. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, really all beautiful. I do have to add all that those project. different stitches, like stitch types, and mm-hmm. then the beads, and then you're like, you let one go to the floor. You're like, oh no, did they give me extra? <laughs> you just don't know, <laughs> uh, man. But to, but those yeah, yeah, they fun. they are a lot of fun, and you grow right. Like it's surprising, like how mm-hmm. much you can like think through as you're knitting one or. Just what comes to mind and the time that you get to spend on it. It's a time well spent. And those are the kinds of things you want to do this time of year. So Torn Tribe, we really hope that you will reach us and share some of your traditions, add to maybe the traditions all our families have, and enjoy making more memories together this holiday season. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. Memes, what's mending you these days? Well, I have to say, um, I think I mentioned in a previous episode that, or maybe I was telling someone else this story, but Soph um, was able to have like a religious instruction class with her sister. And ever since they sat together to listen to it, we've um, been led by Sophie in prayer at dinner every night. She So she knows how to say, dear father, thank you for the food we have. Protect my family. Protect all the world. Oh, <laughs> you're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, she waits. She makes everyone wait. Don't, don't, don't touch your food. Don't eat. Don't start. <laughs> Gia makes us all hold hands. And while that dinner and partaking part has always been what I envisioned, like seeing her just feel this calling and speak her her voice and, you know, share that blessing on us and everyone is really, really special. I love my piglet. <laughs> She's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, four years old. Um how do I follow that mend? So <laughs> it just mended my heart just hearing it. So um, kind of along the same lines of Christmas, um, another um, event that I've been a part of at my local church um, every single year is our women's Christmas brunch. And for the past, like, three years, I've helped, you know, the senior pastor, like, pull it together and orchestrate it. But this year, I actually took on a big part of it in helping organize it. But it was such a blessing to see 30 women come together and truly be united and there for the same reason. And the theme of this Christmas brunch was Love Does. Um, love in action. So um, I was just blessed by all the women that served, 
their hearts behind why they were serving and how they were serving and just wanting it to draw people to to Jesus and the real reason for the season and um it was just a blessing and the worship was amazing I, the worship was like oh my gosh there's nothing like hearing 30 people sing together and just pour out their hearts um very uplifting and then the message and the message really touched my heart not only because the scriptures that were shared and the message in and of a, in and of itself was very delivered so well like it had weaved in it like awesome stories that we could all relate to to make it more understandable of what the scripture is saying but i was excited that we were actually able to hold our first guest speaker and an international speaker because she was in jamaica so thank you technology and thank you that the church wi-fi let it happen so it was just it was a huge (laughs) men to be planning all this time for it see it come to pass and see that people were actually able to walk away knowing that they are loved and who they're loved by and um and the message like the main point of the message was so And I think it's the main message that we deliver here all the time for like torn, finding a mom life balance and it's showing yourself that grace. And so Sharon, the speaker was telling us that, you know, first we got to love God. Then we got to love ourselves in order to love others. And so she had given us like Mm -hmm. a couple of pointers on what to do to really love ourselves because we all that are there and are saved and know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and have that personal relationship with love God. Right. But oftentimes we don't love ourselves. We don't take the time to spend time in the word with him so that we could be filled up. We aren't kind to ourselves or speak kind words to ourselves or uh, show grace to ourselves. Right. And just like we always close our show, like choose grace. And it's not just for others, but especially for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't give it all away. There's Have more than enough yourself. to go around. Yeah. So to not forget yourself in that equation. And that was an awesome reminder. And plus a confirmation that I need to get a maid for myself. <laughs> so And outsource my laundry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you guys. But <laughs> on a serious note, show yourself grace. Be kind to yourself. Speak positive words to yourself, ones that are, are affirming mm-hmm. and truthful, right? And not tearing yourself down. So that way, yes. when someone else comes along that needs, you're able to pour out. So that was my mend for this week. And I hope that commend you guys That's as well. Um, and with that said, me. Tell our folks how to stay connected. We are at Torn MLB on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Email us your anecdotes, your traditions, your silly, silly ways to get through your day. We are tornmlb at gmail.com. Thanks for joining. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.